You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. It's estimated that there are now 46.8 million people with dementia worldwide. Currently, there is one new case of dementia every three seconds. This is according to Alzheimer's Disease International's World Alzheimer's Report 2015, the global impact of dementia and analysis of prevalence, incidence, cost and trends. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian and I'm joined by chairman of Alzheimer's Disease International, Glenn Rees, to discuss the report. Welcome, Glenn. Thank you. The report found that someone in the world develops dementia every three seconds and the number of people with dementia is estimated to increase to 131.5 million by 2050. How can people wrap their heads around this number? That's a very difficult issue. I think you can only think of those numbers in relation to the population of countries. So if you think of Australia, then 47 million represents twice the population of Australia. The numbers are huge, both the numbers of people with dementia and the cost that that imposes on society around. What countries are going to be experiencing the largest numbers and what are the key concerns there? The largest numbers, as you would expect, are in the Asia-Pacific region, of which Australia is part. So today you'll find about 30 million people will have dementia in that region by 2050. That's a, that's a huge number. And that's because of the ageing populations in China, Indonesia uh, and India. And elsewhere in the world you find similar things. So uh, Mexico, Turkey, parts of Latin America also are facing very high rates of dementia. And some of those countries really have health and care systems that uh, are simply not up to the task of of caring for people with dementia today, uh, let alone tomorrow. When compared to Alzheimer's Disease International's 2009 estimates, estimated prevalence has decreased in Europe and the Americas. What does this drop mean and, and why are we seeing it at the moment? It's important to understand that the figures in the report are based on applying the same incidence and prevalence rates across all countries. Uh, There is some evidence that those prevalence rates do vary by countries, but researchers decided in doing this report that the research was not sufficiently strong to vary rates across time or between countries. So there is a a very difficult debate about whether the rates of of dementia will fall with better management of vascular disease, obesity, diabetes uh, and smoking, and also people adopting better lifestyles. But at this stage, even though there is some research to show, particularly in the UK, that rates have fallen, at this stage it's been decided to, to base the report on what we've done in the past and projected into the future. The report also outlines the projected economic impact of dementia. Uh, At the moment, the total estimated worldwide cost of dementia is US $818 billion, but it will become a trillion-dollar disease by 2018. What message do you think this should be sending to governments around the world? The message is that they should plan for dementia. Um, They should think about the impact it will have on their health and care systems, 
ADI believes that if people plan for dementia and the aging of the population, they're more likely to use resources efficiently. We know, for example, that in low and middle income countries, only 10% of people with dementia are diagnosed. In higher income countries, that figure is maybe 50%. So we know that across the world, um, health systems are failing people with dementia today. And we need to do much better tomorrow um, if we're going to adequately care and support people with dementia. Um, I mean, I think people should be asking themselves the question, uh, in respect of any other chronic disease, wouldn't we expect that diagnosis and post-diagnosis support would be natural counterparts? ADI has advocated for a transfer of political leadership to the full G20 group of nations. Why is this an important move? It's an important move because the G20 group uh, includes many of the most populous nations, including China, Turkey, Mexico, Indonesia, and it would represent about 62% of the world's population of people with dementia, whereas the G7, which courtesy of the UK Prime Minister has been so active on dementia, represents barely 20%. So the G20 would include the countries with the greatest problem in terms of ageing and potentially dementia, and among those, of course, in our own region, China, India and Indonesia would be the most significant. What are some of the other key recommendations made in the report? The report contains a number of actions that it believes countries should adopt. ADI is working with member countries of the World Health Organization for a call to action at the meeting of health ministers next May. And we're hoping that as part of that call to action, there will be a request for countries to uh, adopt approaches to timely diagnosis, post-diagnostic support for people with dementia, a priority to support family carers uh, with flexible respite, to look at the quality of care in residential and hospital settings, and, and also to look at prevention. The report is very strong on prevention, both in terms of managing diseases that relate to dementia, like heart disease, diabetes and obesity, but also in terms of lifestyle. The other development that's global and is very encouraging is the adoption of policies that encourage dementia friends and dementia-friendly communities. And in Japan, they have six to seven million dementia friends. In the UK, they have about a million dementia friends. And in countries across the world, there are starting to be movements towards creating dementia-friendly communities. So there are many things that need to form part of an action plan. And the capacity of different countries to respond to that is obviously going to vary uh, in terms of their economic and social status. For those who don't know, what is a dementia friend? A dementia friend, in terms of the Japanese and UK approach, is someone who undergoes some very basic training, sometimes web-based, to understand what dementia is, and undertakes to talk in the workplace about dementia, maybe mentor people with dementia in the community to 
undertake the activities that they've enjoyed doing for a lifetime, and generally to promote an understanding of dementia, which makes dementia less stigmatized and less socially isolating for both the person and for their families. Thank you for your time, Glenn. My pleasure.